Welcome to the podcast. My name is Chris Haquez, and this is Your Best Life Defined. If you're ready to launch your life and discover the secret to true happiness and success, you've come to the right place. What the hell is he doing? I showed up on you. I showed up in the middle of the week, Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Here I am pushing it, pushing it. <laughs> I sit here. You know, I, I, did, I did just did my 400th podcast. I did my, I, I want to call it my 400 ass chewing. 400 ass chewings. I've done 400 ass chewings on my podcast. And I'm, I'm walking around today and I'm thinking about, you know, I wonder what the deal is. I wonder why I'm not getting the followers that I should be getting. And it's partly me. I'm going to take some of the blame for it. I'm going to just tell you right now that I'm probably not as good at it as I could be, or at least I think what the problem is, is that I'm taking kind of an, uh, a general approach to it, and I need to be more specific. All right, so we're going to go back. I'm going to try something a little new here. I'm going to go back to my attitude and the culture that I created when I was working in the federal prison because that seemed to work pretty well. So here's the deal. There's absolutely no benefit to me financially for what I'm doing right now. And I think that's the misconception that people get when they think about someone like me and all the noise I'm making. They're like, well, you know, he sucks because he's making a ton of money. No, I'm not. I'm not making a penny on this. In fact, all this amounts to this is a culmination of an idea I had after I retired from the federal prison and found out that I really do actually like helping people. So I go, well, and of course, I also like to talk. I like to be on stage. I like to be different, the center of attention, blah, 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 all those characteristics. And depending on, I guess, if some people say, well, yeah, you're a weirdo. <laughs> I'm okay with that too, right? But the point is, I'm doing what makes me feel good. So here I am. I got this idea that, you know, I taught inmates and I mentored inmates for all my entire career from the time I got into law enforcement. Get out of law enforcement, I'm thinking, well, why don't I do the same thing? So I'm searching for it amid a bunch of changes in my life. I'm thinking, all right, I'll go ahead and help some people out here. So I start reaching out, and then I realize, wow. I mean, after 400, this is the 401st podcast, 401 podcasts. And I've got less than 28 followers and I'm scratching my head and, and people are tuning in and they're leaving and they're tuning in and they're leaving and they're not following. And, and I'm thinking, oh my God, I suck. I don't suck. I'm battling an uphill battle. It's not that there's anything wrong with what I'm saying. It's just maybe it's too complicated because the plan everyone seems to have just seems to be such a great plan. Or at least that's what we think, right? That's what we believe. Otherwise, people wouldn't be paying twice as much as a house is worth in 2022 because the market has figured out that if they create a, a situation where scarcity drives it, everybody's running, oh, my God, I'm not going to get a house. And here we are. Now, so you know, so I'm going to back up here a little bit because I don't want to jump all over it. I don't care what you do. This is not about me saying, hey, you need to be like me. Hey, you got to do it like this. This is me simply pointing out that that's what they did to you. That's what this whole marketing strategy did to you. How many people do you know will tell you that's a bad thing? 
How many people do you know? Hey, hey, Jim over there, do a do a survey wherever you are, wherever you're hanging out with people you trust. Hey, what do you think about debt? You, debt is good or bad? Everyone you talk to is like, oh, no, debt's a bad thing, right? Bad, debt, debt's a bad, that's a bad thing. And then if you ask those same people if they're in debt, guess what they're going to say? Oh, yeah, well, I got to buy a house. I needed that truck. I needed that whole garage full of boxes full of crap I worked so hard to pay for and didn't really need, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And let's talk about the happiness too, right? That's all I keep saying. That's the whole gist of this whole thing right here. Not trying to sell you anything. Well, I guess maybe I'm going to try to sell you the idea that, that maybe the shit you believe, maybe this idea about how, oh, I got to have a house. Well, why do you have to have a house? Well, well, because everybody has a house. Be all impressed. This is what's funny is the market has created this idea in our heads that you, you buy that house and all of a sudden you've reached success. No, you haven't reached success. The, the real estate agent, the banker, and everyone connected with the sale of that house reached success because you were reaching in your pocket to hand them money for a property that now is going to require you to work for the next 30 years and maybe not move your family, settle in, and there's where the dream starts to die. Tell me I'm wrong. Jump in there. I, I dare you. This is kind of a, I'm out of the box on this. Well, I'm not trying to be a butthead or anything, but let me just say this. If I'm wrong, shoot me an email. If you're living your dream, you ever, you wake up every day energized and excited, and between now and next month, your, your life will actually move toward a better position. You will either be financially better off or physically or, or emotionally, or maybe your relationship will have grown to the next level. Just go ahead and throw it out there, what this big change, what thing you're working on because of the big dream that we all seem to fall into, right? I'm waiting. I'll wait for it. You want me to wait for it? I can wait for it. I got time. I'm retired. I'm making this point for a simple reason. I'm the crazy one. And one more time, one more time, 401 podcasts, one more time, I'm asking you to tell me, how does it feel to, for you to wake up every day and do what you do? I don't give, I don't care what you think about it or how you value it. How does it feel? Before you go off on some story, though, I want to remind you of something. I did it for nearly 40 years. I did it just like everyone else. And just so you know, you, you don't escape the cycle of money in the exchange system. You don't. I'm retired and I still exchange cash almost every day as, an, as a way of sustaining my existence, right? But the question is, for that effort, for the things you do and the money that you pay, the question you need to ask yourself is, how does it feel? Are you rocking it? Are you all excited? You're like, well, I really hate to pay insurance, but God, I really love the boat and it's like so cool on the weekends and I really hate paying those fuel prices, but we're having so much fun now that we sold the big house and we're traveling around the country. And even if it isn't perfect because RV spots are scarce and it's it's a lot of work, yeah. Is that how you feel? Is that how you feel when you're going through that long list of things you're doing? 
not my business. I'm not in it for I mean, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just saying, hey, maybe you should think about what it is you want to do. I say it so many times. I don't even know how many times I've said it, but there's examples across the world. I mean, throughout the world of people who have achieved immense success. And the one thing they all have in common is the fact that what they are pursuing, the things that they do every day are connected to something within themselves that inspires them to go after it every day. Think about anything. Think about anything you love to do. How do you feel? Think about something big you love to do that you only get to do maybe once a year or maybe every so many years. Think about something like that. How do you feel when you're chasing that, right? That's the ticket. That is the reason you should be waking up in the morning. Granted, you might work four months at a crappy job, saving every penny you have, driving right by Starbucks in order to save the money. But in four months, there you are feeling exactly that way. And there you're sitting and you're like, well, hell, if I can feel that way every four months, why don't I feel that way every two months? No, maybe I just get a little side job. I'll sacrifice. I'll suffer a little bit, put some money in the bank. Maybe I'll get rid of some of this debt and put that money away so I can feel that way again in two months. (laughs) I tell you what, I mean, the lawn thing. I'm busting butt on the lawn. I'm always talking smack about people who own a lawn. Oh, and and the the standard response is simple. Oh, no, God dang, I love my lawn. That's when I get to think when I'm out there mowing my lawn. That's when I get to reflect. Oh, yeah, it's it's my one being one with nature, my inner farmer coming out. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. My, my, I can do that when I'm mountain biking, when I'm hiking, when I'm fishing, when I'm kayaking, when I'm snowshoeing. Oh, (laughs) you see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. And the problem that we have, and now let me explain this to you because I'm not blaming every bit of this on you. (laughs) Well, let me explain. Let me explain this to you. It's not your fault. It's truly not, right? Think about it. What other option do you have? That's the thing I get the most when I start talking about, okay, what are you going to do with your life? I mean, you're living this thing. You're in debt. You got the house. And the first thing people look at me with a blank look on their faces, well, what the hell do you think I'm going to do? I know. It, we've, we're so in deep. The, our society is so in deep with the idea that we can't imagine any other way of life that when someone like me comes along and says, hey, guess what? You don't have to owe everything you make in order to have a good life. In fact, the less you owe, the better your life is going to get. And guess what? No one gives two shits about how big your house is, how fancy your car is, or any of the crap you have stacked up in the garage. I mean, I can tell you that. I'm speaking from fact. I I ain't driving around going, oh, my God, look at that. Oh, look at their big house. Oh, that's a beautiful house. The beautiful house. Oh, my God. My house has wheels. They're like, oh, you live in a trailer house. Yes, I do. I live in a trailer house, but I call it a launch pad. (laughs) Another story, right? Another example of what I'm talking about here. 
what do I need? Well, well, first of all, what do I enjoy? I enjoy the freedom to be able to create, to do things I haven't ever done, to learn things I don't know anything about, to explore places I've never seen before, right? I know that's where my bread and butter comes from. And obviously, it seems to be working pretty good because I keep a very high level of energy going every day, right? And that's what happens when you wake up and you're excited, right? Here's the question. And it's a really simple question. Are the things you own, are the things you're buying, are the things that you have in your life giving you access, more access to the things you love to do? That's the bottom line. I mean, life is not about what you own. Life has nothing to do with what you look like. Life has to do with how it feels to wake up every day and engage in the activities and in the things you will do today, tomorrow, and every day of your life. That's really as big as it gets, right? And I I understand it. I get it. I've been fighting the uphill battle for the last 10 years almost. I mean, this was it wasn't like yesterday I came up with the revelation that this was an issue and that we are definitely not having as much fun as we're pretending to have in the lives we're choosing, right? Let's face it. Imagine you're doing what you love to do. Are you pissed off? Are you looking at other people, flipping people off, angry, mean mug, and not saying hi? No, you're having fun. You're enjoying yourself. You're lighthearted. You have a a sense of appreciation in your heart, right? That's not what we're seeing. I don't see that when we traveled back from Mesa, Arizona. I didn't see a bunch of happy-go-lucky people. I seen tired, highway-ridden people moving from point A to point B, trying to make what this thing is supposed to be a little bit better. And what's funny about it is that all of those people had the same exact characteristics. They were following the same exact plan. And guess what? You see what we're getting, right? Angry people, people shooting people, people killing people. You know what's really ironic about that is, can you imagine hating someone you don't know based on someone's opinion that that you don't know either? That's what we got going on, right? This is how big of a mess we're in. And, And it just seems to be getting worse because I don't know what or what needs to be said. If I could come up with the words, I'd be a gazillionaire. At least I'd be credited for changing the world. But here's the reality. It isn't getting any better. And the other reality is the world doesn't give a shit about what you say, about what you think, or about how you're doing. The world will run you over a tornado or a hurricane, some dummy with a bad intention will end your life in a heartbeat, right? And here we are, we spend most of our time with our noses buried in our phones, looking at other people's lives and making comparisons, trying to find a way to feel better about our position. Maybe you're the exception. I'm sorry. I might have offended somebody with that, right? But that's the truth. And all I'm saying is, why? When you was a kid, you didn't like mowing lawn. When you was a kid, you didn't like cleaning and running the vacuum cleaner for three days in your big-ass house because your dad thought, well, that you know, that's pretty important. you got to have a big house because he's an attorney, you know, whatever he is, right? No, and then all of a sudden, something happens as soon as we go into puberty. Part of puberty now is that we forget that we hate mowing lawns. We like fishing. We like camping. We like hiking. We like hunting. We like rock climbing. We like playing and having fun. And the first thing we do is we set all that stuff aside so we can be just like everybody else. (laughs) 
<laughs> Poor you. <laughs> you know, here's the deal. The saddest part about this whole thing is most people will not even grab a hold of it. I'm going to tell you right now. Most people are like, there's there's a, there's a movement, and I'm going to tell you about that in a minute, but there's a movement that it, it is changing. It is changing. But even still, there are people who are like, look at me, and they're like, oh, my God. You, you you don't you don't have a house you don't you don't have a, a home a place to live i get that from the older people especially you know retirees you know and of course it's an attorney engineer someone with a bunch of money right but they look at you that way and you're like well yeah i i have a house it yeah it's got a bedroom and a kitchen and washer and dryer and dishwasher and and uh yeah because the perception of what RVers do, the perception of what people on sailboats who live on the ocean do, it has, it's this substandard, and there's a reason for that. Imagine what it would happen to the housing market if 50% of the people who own homes now decided, screw this, I'm not going to buy a house. In fact, I'm going to buy a piece of property that's just big enough for me to launch my life. What do you suppose would happen to the price of homes? What do you suppose would happen to our economy? That's the reason they're not going to tell you what I'm telling you. That's the reason you're not believing what I'm saying. But the truth is this. Tomorrow morning, you're going to wake up. And you're going to face a list of things you have to do. And tomorrow night, you'll lay your head down and you will have accomplished those things. And that day is gone. The question you need to ask yourself is, how did it feel? How does it feel to lay your head down knowing you're going to do that same thing again? Is that to say that you don't have to go to work? Nope. But your life certainly doesn't have to look like it does, especially, and even more than that, it certainly doesn't have to feel like it does. I don't know. I don't know. I'm one more time. One more time, I showed up here today. Figure, hell, what have I got to lose at this point, right? What are you going to do? Not listen to me? <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, you're, hey, honey, they didn't listen to me again. Oh, it must have been that last podcast. Oh, my. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a butthead here, but you do realize, here's the thing. And, and I understand this with my inner circle, okay? Let's face it. I, if you expect your friends to support you, if you expect the people that know you by name and grew up with you or have familiarity with you, familiarity with you, to like jump on your bandwagon and toot your horn and tell you how great you are and share your stuff, don't don't expect it. That's not where your accolades and your success are going to come from, regardless of what you're doing. Right? Where it's going to come from, first and foremost, is within yourself. I don't have to care what the world thinks about it because most of the people who have an opinion about it have never tried it. Most of the people who have opinion about my life or what I've done don't have the courage or the endurance to actually see it through. So why would I worry about that? What I worry about every day is that I'm going to make a mistake. I'm going to make a mistake. I'm like, oh, I'll get a job or I'll, we, we should go in debt, you know, buy a house. Something will happen that's going to take all of this away from me. The ability to wake up in the morning, the ability to wake up in the morning when I want and to spend, I spent the entire damn day doing whatever I wanted. 
It was a choice. The podcast doing Tuesday night, Wednesday morning for Wednesday morning podcast, late production, right? It was a choice. <laughs> Can you imagine? And people, well, yeah, but you retired and you're 60. I don't have to be that way. You don't have to work all year. You can work six months as long as you can figure out a way to live on six months wages. Or maybe you can figure out a way to earn a year's wages in six months. I don't know. Either way, the point I'm making here is your today's almost gone. It's already started. It's almost gone. Regardless of where it is, it's almost gone. And you will never get it back. The question you have to ask yourself is... Are you doing enough? Are you living hard enough? Are you loving what you're doing? <laughs> That's the funny part about it, right? Here I am making noise. Hey, I'm not trying to make enemies, but I haven't made very many friends with this either. And I think it's partly because it's hard to accept. It's hard to, what do you mean a house is a bad investment? Well, no, I'm not saying a house is necessarily a bad investment. All I'm saying is, God, I mean, what are you getting for it, right? Because I don't I know a lot of people who invested in houses who aren't millionaires. In fact, what's funny about this whole idea of a house is a good investment is I know a lot of people who invested in houses who can't manage to get them paid off or to escape debt because of it. Oh, whoa, whoa, reality check, what? Another one of those two-sided coins we don't want to pay attention to. Oh, you got to own a house. Great investment. Oh, wait a minute. I got credit card debt. We're refinancing. Now we owe more on the house than it's worth. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? I can't afford to do anything except work. Oh, this is so much fun, man. We're rocking it. Are you having fun, baby? Oh, I'm having a blast. Bullshit. (laughs) Anyway, hey, guys, listen, not trying to cut loose on you, but I'm going to tell you what. It's changed and it has to change. Apparently, what I'm saying doesn't make any sense. So I'm going to just keep it on a simple level so you understand it. And and when you grab a hold of it and you try and finally figure it out, when it kind of starts making sense to you, you'll be able to apply it to every part of your life. The bottom line is, no matter what we're talking about here, it all comes down to how it feels. If you do good things, if you're working towards a good end, a good intention, a good goal, a a way to improve where you are based on who you are, and you work every day, it makes it easy, right? The reason you're not having any fun is because you're not doing anything that's fun. And the reason it's not fun to you is because you didn't pick it. Someone else did. It's called the American dream. It includes a mountain of debt and a lifetime of, of hard work for what? So you can get old, sit down in a chair, and die. I'm trying to help you escape that. You will still die, I guarantee that. But at least hopefully, if you follow my advice, if you take a look at why you're doing what you're doing and what they've told you and how much of it is bull crap, you might just get to have a little fun between now and then. So think about why do you do the things you do? I hope you you learned something. Please check back with me. Please share. I know it isn't good. Check me out on TikTok on both Your Best Life Defined and the RV Survival Guy. If you're thinking about RV life, don't forget to contact me. Jump out there. Grab that book. And as always, you know what? It's your day. Make the best of it.